Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. Hopefully your sugar crash did not crash you too far since you last listened to us on a Halloween episode where my co-host Mike was pelted with candy relentlessly all mm-hmm. throughout the episode. Yeah, that was good stuff. And as your co-host Paul, I've been finding that candy <laughs> all throughout my house ever since. It's been fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good stuff. <laughs> that, I had a different kind of uh, sugar crash on Halloween than, than the rest of you probably. A sugar rage? Well, yeah, it was directly in my eye, the sugar rage. <laughs> Mike got triggered by getting hit, pelted in the eye with some candy. Thank you, Nemo. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll have you back at some point in time. Well, well yeah, we're going to have to check her for candy first, though. Yeah. So, Any so. kind of projectiles I don't want down here. <laughs> Some kind of like uh, candy detectors. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's November. We did it. We we Yay. got through Halloween. We we spooktaculard our way here. And now we're, we're we're approaching on a very, very loose theme of gatherings. Gatherings gone wrong. Welcome, welcome to November, leading us to yeah. Thanksgiving and all things family oriented uh gathering oriented and maybe some food orientation as well yeah that that's kind of the theme we had we had discussed i don't know how we'll we'll see what happens with that i don't know how how closely we'll stick to that but that's the idea you know My, like, mike and i gathered to share with you today uh 1995's project colon metal beast project yeah. metal beast emphasis <laughs> on the colon this, this is actually kind of interesting because we we were planning on watching a different movie and it, it it was removed from the streaming platform that we were planning on watching it on. So we had to kind of, we had to pull an audible. So we had, to, we had, to, we had to fancy foot and uh, navigate. So what, what you're, what you're going to get to see tonight, and I suspect this might be shorter than usual. Um, th- this is, you're, you're getting a glimpse into a normal Saturday night for us. Cause we, this is the kind of movie that we would watch it that we normally wouldn't podcast about, but we were, you know, we were ready. We were ready to do it. So we decided to just carry through, but we just picked a movie at random from, uh, it was on Tubi, I think. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we came across project colon metal beast. Um, there are some extremely downs for this movie for me, but there are a couple ups that's not going to salvage it. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I look forward to hearing about those because I, I. Well, I mean, going back to uh, uh, Halloween, October month, and Spookies. I kept saying, you know, I, I love the first five or six minutes. This movie basically has two things for me. One, this, <laughs> this is actually good and bad. And Mike, I don't know how you feel about this. The soundtrack to this movie is epic. The soundtrack. The soundtrack, if it was mixed well and mixed well into the film, is well beyond anything of this film. There, there are moments that are like honestly borderline Indiana Jones for me. I'm like, oh my god, like what's going on in the soundtrack? It sounds sometimes audible. I, I don't want to like knock the composer. Like it clearly was not mixed by the composer. The soundtrack was awesome. Interesting. But, I don't think I picked up on any of that. Oh, but like the, like the bummer moments for me were uh, when I just couldn't really hear it, or it faded out weird, or it was like shifting channels and panning around. It was yeah, there were I, there were several moments where someone would pop onto the scene and say something, and you it was absolutely there was no words. It was and, just and like, that's that's how the soundtrack was. Like right. sometimes you'd hear these you know stringed instruments, this orchestral section, and all of a sudden it was just kind of gone. So. There were moments that I was like, oh my God, like 
there was a real soundtrack happening here. The second thing is, which is, you would think a movie kind of focused on werewolves, and I'll read you the summary here in a moment. <laughs> would have but, a werewolf. Right. Like, that That would be maybe a dominant force of this film. Um, it is not. <laughs> and and But, uh, like, honestly, uh, there are some werewolf-devouring human scenes that are epic. That there is about five minutes of this film, out of an hour and a half, just werewolf attack scenes Five minutes again. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Just awesome. Like not, I'm not even joking around like epically awesome that in the soundtrack that should have been beyond that you are left with 1995's project metal yeah. beats. So I have the, I have the synopsis in front of me. Do you want me to read that? Yeah, I know this is like, usually no, no, your, great. Your gig, That's but, awesome. Uh, so there's, there's a couple here. One is like seven paragraphs long. No, I'm gonna not read, that I'm, one. I'm going to read the short one. Uh, in 1974, an unhinged CIA agent injects himself with, with the werewolf blood he found after a killing spree side note the killing spree was one person yes he killed an person uh, after a killing spree his body is put in suspended animation then thought out 20 years later by his crazy boss and a team of unsuspecting doctors and most of that is true most of that does happen and, and that sounds like a super fun premise i mean this is sci-fi on top of sci-fi on they, top of sci-fi they don't mention any metal though no, but uh, that'll it, that'll come later. I guess. Yeah, a lot of my notes are people are just talking about stuff, and yeah. sometimes I can hear it, and sometimes I can't. I stopped taking notes half into half. Oh yeah, Mike. This is gonna be free form. Yeah, Mike was pretty direct on. Uh, I got, I got what's going on. There's basically one question I have at the end of the film, and beyond that, I I did take notes, but scant notes, mm -hmm. <laughs> not not the notes I would normally take. Because honestly, there is a lot of talking and a lot of doing nothing. Again, you think you're about to watch this epically cool werewolf kind of sci-fi movie. Uh, you're not. You're not going to do that. No. But you'll see five minutes of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's awesome. That's an A plus five minutes yeah. that I put together in my own mind. But this movie is not going to be great. No. I, even Mike, we've talked about doing shorter episodes. Um and kind of labeling them as uh, different things. We'll talk about it maybe uh, sometime in the future. But I was like, no, no, we 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 should t we should totally go through we're this. Gonna, we're going to give it this the real treatment. I mean, well, I, I actually said this movie will just be the thread to be the background of our conversation. That you know, we could just that, talk about, whatever. and that's totally fine. Yeah. Oh, so a couple things. Um, I don't really have a couple things. Mike read the summary, but okay. the director, which uh, Alejandro. You want me to read Giatano? Sure. De Giatano, which is my guess. Yeah. Sure. This this person did a movie that before we watched this, I would actually be super into. But now that I've seen this director's work, I don't know. But maybe, maybe one day. The movie I want to watch by this director is called Scoring. Did you see this at all? Yeah. So <laughs> it's a it's from 1979, which appeals to me more with the premise. And it is an all women's basketball team competes against a men's team in a sex filled showdown where there's more than one type of drunken or dunking going on. <laughs> um, all the innuendos and innuendos inside or aside. Sorry about butchering all that. Um, that seems like a way better movie that we watched. Like I looked up the director. There's a couple of things that stood stood kind of as a side note to me. I don't know. It seemed kind of fun. Um, 
I don't know, yeah, some kind of like 19 or late 70s, early 80s to mid 80s sex romp. And I don't mean that for all like the sexual situations, just, just usually just some goofiness and yeah. silliness happening. That is not this film at all. This film has six people, <laughs> maybe seven, maybe eight. I don't know. Maybe, how about this film has 10 people? Maybe half of them are like also the crew of the film. I just kind of feel bad for everyone. And <laughs> yeah, no one was happy to be here. Yeah. And like, there's a premise. It's cool. Like the premise holds up. I mean, in the loosest of senses, the execution is terrible. Um, I don't know. This guy has another werewolf movie. Whoa. What? He's going back. Uh, 2010's Neo Wolf directed by the same guy. What's the premise of it? The premise is two college lovers face an ancient evil when a strange rock band comes to town. I'm way more into that. Yeah. Is it streaming on anything? I don't know. He al he also directed something called Butch Camp. What's the premise of that? Um, stand by. Okay. <laughs> Plot: uh, Butch Camp, nineteen ninety six. A closeted young gay man gets fed up with being pushed around and signs up for Butch Camp, a macho training boot camp run by a very butch lesbian. I. It's a better movie than what we just watched. More than likely. I don't think we can, I don't think we can do this one though. Why? I don't, I don't know. Not for any real, I don't, I don't want to make jokes about what might be like something that's meant to be empowering to people. Oh. Well, you, you, so you think this might be like a more serious film? Or? No, I, it, I mean, it doesn't look serious, but I don't know. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, if there's more serious undertones and there's like, life changing epiphanies. I don't want to like make fun of films like that. Um, at, at any point, yeah. um, not, not that this is the goal of rabbit troop sucks by any means. Just today, we're just looking at a film that just falls flat. On no, this face. movie is stupid. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what was going on. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, honestly, it is the actors aren't doing a bad job that I think it's just super low budget. Um, yeah, it, it was in four, three, yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know what the origin of this movie was. It, it 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 looked like someone was trying to make a pilot to something. Like this is going to yeah, be the start of something bigger. Um but the budget is so low and there's a little bit of profanity, there's a little bit of nudity, there's Yeah. It is it's just super strange. Like and I'm not saying any of those things negatively. I'm just like okay, so you have profanity and nudity to a smaller extent, like, so now it's not in like the mid nineties or early nineties, uh, cable network showings. Like at first I thought this was like a straight up, this is made for kind of a USA up all night kind of, kind of. Right. Of but it wouldn't have this kind of language but, but, or. Yeah. Then there was like some, some language and then you see a dude's penis at one. Right. Like the, the nudity is even in sexual. It is just someone no, like, 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 yeah, like hanging dong. Yeah. It's just like, someone's like. In the Luke Skywalker Empire Strikes Back, like uh, he's in the back to tank. Yeah, just like regenerating, like someone's like it put in like sleep hibernation, and you. But they, they didn't. They didn't give him the modesty shield or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Silly modesty shield. <laughs> yeah, so you see part of a dude's penis, and mm -hmm. there's a couple swear words. Yeah, yeah it's bizarre. It is um, bizarre. Do you want to talk about the, the plot trajectory of this? Because the the beginning of the movie was my favorite part. Yeah, so the beginning of the movie, so I, I narrated that there's five minutes that I like. The beginning of the movie is probably two and a half of them. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
for the next hour and a half, two and a half minutes, <laughs> right. c- come forth, yes. come hither. So the, the movie starts in like 1970 blank. Some, Which there's no real indication. No, I mean, it, it tells you, but like other than that. But, but I then, even want to say like the computers in the background were like way still early 80s. Like someone's like, oh, I'm just of like this personal oh, computer. Like, boop, boop, boop. So yeah, I mean, the beginning <laughs> takes place in the 70s and then it cuts to quote unquote present day, which is, you know, the 90s. And nothing technological or backdrop wise changes they just they just keep all everyone looks the same um the the only actor of note in this is barry boswick and windows 95 and windows 95 (laughs) and he i mean in in the 20 years in between the beginning and the middle of this movie he doesn't he doesn't age at all i mean well i'm gonna ask you a side question Uh because we're gonna have to piecemeal some of this together yeah um i didn't know this was 20 years later Mm -hmm. until probably the last 30 minutes so that's third of this movie someone because someone directly is like it's been 20 years mm-hmm. yeah they don't they, <laughs> okay. they they tell you the date at the beginning but then when it cuts to the future i'm pretty sure they don't mention it you just kind of have to infer yeah i, I thought like maybe it's like the next three years four years like honestly mm-hmm. so i one i didn't know this was in the 70s that's why you know there's some personal computers and some stuff happening mm-hmm. that i'm like that doesn't look like 70s stuff even at the most highest end I also thought most of these people were police officers, CIA. <laughs> well, but all, uh, I mean, a lot of people are wearing like nondescript military yeah, uniforms. It's all like military, like underground intelligence yeah. and the CIA and yeah. everyone there. I think there are three, if not four corporals. Everyone's something. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so let's, this movie starts and we have like a bunch of commandos on a boat and this is like 1974 oh, yeah. and we see like they have the little like status update on the screen like, like yeah i have a picture <laughs> yeah, you, and so it was like 1974 cia operation lycanthrope something or other Oppo- <laughs> operation lycanthropesis <laughs> sure. us military intelligence carpathian mountains hungry sample werewolf blood and then another thing comes up yeah it's yeah the the next line after sample werewolf blood was uh create super soldier from werewolf blood or something okay and so so, well this is the first time that i was like holy god the soundtrack of this is epic it is i wrote Goonies just found the pirate ship gold epic. There is a soundtrack that is happening and cutting in and out and panning like garbage. But it is, I mean, to the the composer that Mike noted, it is so epically awesome. I was like, oh my God, someone gave you a script. You're like, I have an idea. This guy is gold. And this guy's probably like, this is the movie I scored. So, uh. He, this guy cashed the check ahead of time. He didn't wait. Uh, I just, I just kind of feel bad. I mean, this, again, this, <laughs> some of the soundtrack is probably very Indiana Jones inspired. Um, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, but, but the movie is not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I again, like again, I I did not at any point in time pick up on music in this movie. I mean, everything's so that's how impactful that. it was yeah. for me. So take that as you will. Um, but yeah, so we, we've got these commandos and they're in this boat in, in Hungary and apparently in the universe of this movie, like they just know where vampires or sorry, werewolves are a thing and they got to go get the blood, the boat that they're on. So we have these commandos, they're like fully decked out. They have like rifles and night vision goggles 
and they're in a boat that looks like it's taking the hobbits across a river. There's like, there's a fucking lamp on it. It's like a gondola. Yeah. <laughs> like it has like, like the front of it has like a stem with like an old timey, like, like gas lamp. <laughs> Mike is not incorrect, uh, but they're all like, they're hunched down. Like they're sneaking up on something, but it's literally like a gondola being pushed around by like a weird Italian guy. <laughs> hey, <Giuseppe. laughs> yeah, basically. And you know, and, and they get into this, they, they go into this like castle and there's two, there's two of them, the main guy and like some other lackey that gets killed in, in three seconds. And a werewolf jumps off of like a window and kills this guy. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 <laughs> so that is 30 seconds yeah. captured in this film that out of the five minutes that it was <laughs> surprise. I'm an effer. <laughs> like I am on the ceiling. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. didn't think, you didn't think a werewolf was here. You thought you were on a mission. You were wrong. Uh, and right. this this werewolf just goes in to this guy. Right. I, and, and while this is happening, his other commando friend is just sitting there watching it. Yes. <laughs> Does not offer any assistance. No. <laughs> um, waits till this guy gets mauled and then shoots him twice and he's dead. Um, and this brings up an interesting point because they're here to get werewolf blood to make super soldiers. Every time there is a werewolf encounter, they are killed immediately and very easily. At, at no point does anyone struggle to kill a werewolf in this movie. Yeah. Also, uh, silver bullets kind of are more alluded to later on. So my question is, if you shot a werewolf with with a silver bullet, it would probably instantly or slowly start reverting. But then they grab its blood. Would that taint the sample of blood? I don't know. Yeah, they shoot the thing and then they hooks it up to like a weird dialysis machine in like a lunchbox that he brought with him. Yep. And then he just gets out of there. But yeah, I mean. Oh, no. He shoots the uh, and then, soldier and then back he in the, the head. soldier just to make sure he <laughs> Yeah, it's like, ah, you're a bit kind of. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's going to shoot he, you in the head for Don't funsies. want him turning into werewolf. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they're silver bullets. Probably that is alluded to later. But also at one point, they take down a werewolf with a fire extinguisher. So I also know that <laughs> yeah, it, I don't, it doesn't seem like a, a big hardship. I don't think that is what we think it was, but I think it was totally a fire extinguisher. <laughs> it like, was 100% like, a fire extinguisher. Well, I mean, we saw a fire extinguisher. I think we were but, like, meant to with, believe in it was the canon of the movie. <laughs> yeah. We were meant to think it was some kind of like sci-fi silver misting device or something. I, cause wrote it was everywhere. It was I not. don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, that's most of my notes. <laughs> a lot of surprise moves. <laughs> Yeah, this, yeah. this movie's got it all. It, and, it has and, and a nothing. bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> very Barry Boswick. <laughs> it does have, and we see him next. Um, like the weird agent that was in Hungary uh, is now back at like some kind of secret U.S. establishment uh, with, with his partner Butler. And is Butler Barry Boswick? No, no. Butler becomes oh. the werewolf. Oh, Butler's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Barry Boswick, I'm going to give a shout out. I just feel really bad for him in this film. And yeah. I'm really not joking. It's he's he's a villainous character. And I kind of dig what's happening because it's very X-Files-y. It's uh, I, I want to see, you know, where the serum goes. I studied yeah. this. You know, my partner did some weird stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be in some weird tube tank where I look at, you know, people who are frozen. I study, you know, lichenology or whatever the hell we mentioned before. <laughs> right. Uh, but he's a total villain and he's kind of cool. Um, yeah, he's fine, but I can't really hear him most of the time and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's like at any point in the time in filming, they had one microphone Oh yeah, and 
it was in like a weird corner of the room. So when the person furthest away was speaking, you could literally not hear anything. But then the person they're talking to sounds like they're screaming. It was fun. It was fun to watch. And Rabbit Troop sucks. If you want to send this like high end microphones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you could hear my ice cubes of the iced tea that I You'll I'm have drinking. to spend some money because we got some good stuff here. So yeah, mm. we want an upgrade. Like an ice, I, a silent ice cube maker. So you can't hear my ice cubes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't even know where to begin with this movie. So basically they track down this werewolf. Uh, it has been noted. Mm -hmm. They've extracted blood. Yeah. They're now at some CIA headquarters base. Yeah. I, I don't really know where. It doesn't matter. They, they've got the blood. There's a lady scientist, and she's like, this is different blood. I don't know. Yeah. And so she's also burning through the blood. Like, we're analyzing yeah. this. And this this other, uh, what I thought was a cop, but it turns out to be, I think, like another the, CIA agent. Yeah, he's the guy from the beginning that shot the other guy. I thought that was, that was Barry Boswick. No, no. That oh, was, that was yeah, this guy. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so he he's extracted the werewolf blood. Yeah. He, he wants to use it to weaponize, and he's like, you used it all for your dumb science. Yeah, and she's like, uh, we got to go through some of this. And he's like, you left me with nothing. So his ultimate plan, and I think in Mike's uh, description from IMDb, was an unhinged CIA agent mm -hmm. like just immediately is like, I'm going to inject this into myself. And he has the weirdest effing dialogue. I'm going to go through some of my notes. <laughs> okay. I didn't write any of this down. I wrote some of just the notes of his dialogue. Cause it's like, I'm going to, is it a Highlander himself? I'm going to live forever. I'm going to, we're going to dominate the world. This would be super dope. I'm like, what the hell? Like what? <laughs> what is it? Like, Oh so, yeah. He goes on this weird diatribe of like, I'm reversing millions of years <laughs> yes, of botched yes. evolution. I'm invincible. <laughs> um, yeah. But so he, he injects himself and like, you can see his hands starting to turn. Uh, like a scientist. It's, it's working. Yeah. It's, it's changing me. That's one of the clues. <laughs> yeah. Like everything's tingling. I can smell things. A scientist like down the hall cuts her hand and he can smell the blood and he goes after her. Yeah. He says, I'm going to become a new kind of warrior. New kind of warrior. Yeah, you, you don't want to, you don't want to say that shit in 2020 yeah. and above. <laughs> I'm going to be a new kind of warrior. No, right. And then no. here we, we get to the rampage that was uh, forecast in the, in the synopsis. Oh, I'm going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote crazy talk <laughs> just, just without the queen song. So it's less fun. Um, yeah. he attacks the scientist, uh, and then Barry Boswick comes in and shoots him. And then that's the end of his rampage. And they, so Barry Boswick, I'm, I'm just kind of speeding through this cause this, this part sucks. Um, Barry Boswick puts him on ice. He puts him in like the weird star Wars back to tank, uh, and just hides him away. Um, and then we fast forward like 20 years later, which I only knew at the end of this film. Correct. <laughs> but yes, as, as, as trailblazers as we are, we went ahead and told you let's fill in the gap. It's 20 years later. Right. Boom. Um, and now Barry Boswick is a corporal and there are several others. So he's that's, some, corporal's pretty like he's something else. He's like a special guy. I, but he is a special guy, but I do think they reference him as corporal because he is also dealing with a general on a base. The colonel, maybe? Because oh, he might be a colonel. Corporal's yeah. like, yeah, he might be a colonel. Like yeah, yeah. Second year, I don't know. But there, um, I think there are several colonels. There, there was a lot of people. Again, <laughs> like what what branch of this is not like they're wearing effectively Air Force uniforms, but no one had stripes. Um, I mean, it, I don't think it matters in, in the context of this movie, but it wasn't clear. Legally, one day we're going to have to get our friend Rami on here because 
Rami's going to break it down. I've tried to tell Rami numerous times that he has to watch the final episodes of the original X-Files and there's like a yeah. corporal hearing and oh, it's like on a military base. He refuses to watch. I understand his high ground. He, he's a better person for it. And he's a better person for probably not watching this film. <laughs> yeah, when most people would be. Um, yeah, so what what happened? We're, we're in the current day or, you know, 20 years later. Um, we have some scientists in the same facility working on some kind of like weird metal skin for some reason that's never explained. Yeah, there's really two scenes going on. So we have the lead, uh, a, a Dr. Anna. I can't remember her name. It doesn't matter. She, it was, she was in like a billion soap operas. I looked Th- her up. That's not surprising. Well, I, I looked her up because I was like, this name sounds really familiar. And she's like in like. I think it was like Days of Our Lives, All of Our Children, um, maybe like a different soap opera. It was like two major soap operas, like Jag or something like this. Like she's yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Um, so she's like very, this dedicated s- scientist and kind of doctor, kind of x files Yeah. Uh, so awesome. Here's your Scully. Um, great. Well, she's got some kind of boyfriend who's working also on this military base. She's calling him. And I kind of have figured out over this film when they're calling each other. So like there's a break room. We see this later on. There's like a pinball machine, a pool <laughs> table, various other things. Yeah. So the boyfriend calls uh, Dr. Anna and is like, oh, you're going to come down. She's like, no, I'm working on this, you know, like this mutated skin or like this project. I think, I don't know. And then he's like, ah, bummer. And he goes back to playing poker and, one of the friends, I think the quote is like, ah, you know, she's not going to do anything unless it's with that artificial skin, which is like some kind of burn on the dude. Right. Also, I also feel uh, they're working seven rooms apart. They're clearly on the same military. 100%. Yeah. I thought this was like a long distance call at first. I, I did as well. But then like, he it's just like downstairs. Over. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, you're like, <laughs> you're on flight four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Mike loves this film. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. Let's get um, together Thanksgiving. Yeah, roast that turkey. Someone's got to. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Barry Barry Boswick shows up again, and he's kind of being a dick. He's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I want your research. You're doing this metal skin stuff." And uh, the scientist and like, there's uh, I think a military guy who maybe outranks him, but maybe doesn't. Yeah, it's um, a general. He totally outranks yeah. him. But I mean, it, it, I kind of inferred but, that like Barry is from like some kind of special CIA thing. I agree. So um, he he is he is both military because right. they do recognize his level, which is you some. I mean, I don't think it matters what he is, but like it's implied. Colonel? Maybe it's implied that he has like some authority. I think, I think he is a colonel and he has gone up the ranks, but he is also CIA. Yeah, it, it, I mean, none of this makes any sense. I know, if you work in the military and you know any of how this works, write us. Yeah, yeah, feel free to correct us. We could use an expert because um, clearly we're not. Anything. Not in this film. No. <laughs> uh, and you know, he, he's like, he's he wants the research and he's, I don't even remember what his argument is, but they're like, no, we just, we just we're making metal skin out of tissue and stuff. And he's like, fucking shut up. I want it. Um so they make some kind of deal to do something. And I think what I think they concede that they're going to install this skin on someone as a test. So, but they don't. So, so Barry Boswick basically informs the scientific community again, getting together, things mm-hmm. have gone wrong that you will do these things 
or I'm going to cut your funding. Yes. And and that's so they don't want to do it. But they're they're like, well, we're not ready for human subjects. He's like, I think you are. So here's a little mixed note that I have is I don't disagree with Barry Boswick to an extent because they're like, we're totally not ready. You know, we've done this experiment. The skin starts hardening. I don't know what's going on. We need to like sector this and analyze this. He's like, I think you are ready. And I'm like, wow, you're a villain. He's like, but I'm going to bring you cadavers. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not like real people. I mean, alive people. It's, you know, you could work on human tissue and I was like, oh, well, like that kind of makes sense. They're like, how dare you? Like, ah, oh, this is awful. Like, we can't do that. That's not real. And I was like, I thought that was like a, actually honest middle ground. Yeah, you know, he's trying to he's trying to just he's helping. He's well, something like we're like gathering up people who are like gonna be <laughs> mutated on the streets. It's well, see how this like maybe we have donor bodies. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a legitimate thing. This kind of actually makes sense. Like they're saying we're not ready for human tissue, and he's like well, I'm not going to give you living people. It's right. It's a dead person. Right. Who cares about this guy? So he, he gives them, uh, what they believe is a cadaver, but it's actually the crazy guy from the beginning. You call him holy diver. They gave (laughs) him holy diver shows up. Uh, yeah. And, and they, they start operating on, they start like grafting some skin. They, again, they think this is a cadaver, not the suspended, pseudo corpse of a werewolf person yeah i mean i may even skipped over pages in my notes well, a this lot is of where notes i stopped is, taking notes. well i was like people are talking people are still talking people there, are yeah. talking about talking about talking <laughs> and you can't hear anything um so they're, they're yeah they're doing this operation they're doing some skin grafts they're putting the metal skin on and they they start to realize that this is not a dead person they find some bullets in them and they dig them out do they realize they're silver at the time or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, basically, they're working on a cadaver that reanimates. They think, yeah, they they think it's a cadaver. But as so, they they pull the silver bullets out of him, and as soon as they do, yeah, they're like, he's bleeding, he's right, breathing. Like he, yeah, he starts kind of coming back to life. Yeah, he doesn't have the silver anymore. Doctor Enter's like, put him on oxygen. Yes, and they they shove like a McDonald's straw up his nose and tape it to him. Um, <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and yeah, so, and he kind of starts coming back to life and they freak out and they go yell at Barry Boswick about it because it was his fucking idea. Yeah. He's kind know. of the overseer throughout all. Yeah. He's like, like creeping around. He's looking through the mirror. If you, if you want to liken this to X-Files, he is the smoking he man. He is the smoking man, but yeah. he doesn't smoke and he shoots people. I guess. Yeah. I don't even know where you are. Like Mike, I think Mike has a few more notes, but. I'm trying to just go off a timeline. Like there are so many moments of this movie where people are just talking about nothing. Um, and the problem is the audio is cutting kind of in and out. Yeah. You can like, hear maybe a third of the conversation. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is, it is outwardly like you, the audience member have left the room and maybe part of your right ear captures, captures a few words of a conversation, but you're now piecing this together and you're like, Huh, I think this was important to move the plot along. But it, well, was it? And like, no, <laughs> probably. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so they, they get all the scientists out of there. Barry's talking to the werewolf guy. He's like, the werewolf guy's kind of hallucinating, sort of remembering. And Barry's like, I brought you back, <laughs> yeah. buddy. You got some metal skin now. You're going to, you're going to do it all. Um, 
and then you know then we kind of cut back to the scientists and they're all freaking out trying to figure out what to uh what to do and again this is where i stopped taking notes You're, you might have to add structure to a lot of this probably so we're introduced to another character somewhere in this movie uh i was only interested because the lead uh dr anna who seems somewhat concerned about what's going on and is shut down every which way all of a sudden, she is with her maybe roommate and best friend forever. I don't know. I just <laughs> the, wrote the other the other female in this movie. I just wrote vodka. Uh, vodka roommate is kind of my okay. My, so there's just a scene where maybe I'm skipping ahead. Where all of a sudden we see Doctor Anna. She's had hard day at work. Mm-hmm. You know these things are happening, and all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> her uh, vodka roommate is like pouring vodka into a glass like you need this this is how you need to decompress I'm like what the hell is going on like is this on the same base is this an apartment? I, I think it all took place yes in the same I, base. I agree so all of a sudden i'm like who the hell are you where did you come from and it's just vodka roommate and <laughs> vodka roommate survives spoiler alert yeah. vodka roommate actually is a computer hacker that knows everything about this base and all the computer ins and outs mm-hmm. and is one of my favorite characters instantly because it was, I'm going to pour vodka. I know how this works. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, again, like highlighting that this is all taking place within feet of each other. Um, at one point, like Barry's talking to the scientists about about whatever. And they're yelling at him. And he's like, fuck you guys. I'm important. <laughs> and he like he walks down the hallway to like a secret door. I mean, it, it, it's just a door that says like, please keep this door locked. But he like types his code and he goes in. And that's his secret like zombie tank room it's just it's literally just down the hall from where everyone is like oh, this, yeah. this all takes place on one floor i mean this is exiles to the core it's you didn't go to the extra bonus basement oh that's <laughs> right where, that's where we but it wasn't even the basement autopsy. this was like three doors down from where they're all <laughs> well here's the sign was up yeah. people respected it but yeah These like, are well, nice work keep the door locked i'm not going in there what is this <laughs> i just always assumed this is bathroom right this isn't spookies where where Duke has to go in every door. You can't always jump through a door. No, <laughs> not here. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how much you want to say about the rest of this. Cause I don't have notes. I mean, I can, I can just like burn through what we're with the rest of this movie. Cause the rest of this, it moves fast now. Cause nothing's really happening. Um, Oh yeah. Lots of talking. I, I've noticed like just characters names like Ferraro and Deanna. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know your name halfway through the film. Yeah, I mean, it should come as no surprise to anybody. I don't know any of these people's names. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> um, and, and nor will I make an effort to ever. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot of talking. Um, can we just jump to where they start formulating a plan to kill the thing? Yeah, Do they know I, it's a werewolf yet? Not they don't know it's a werewolf. Okay, yet. they've they've offed a doctor. We should know that they've offed like uh, Doctor Anna's friend. Oh, this is the classic who, scene where like he's. The, the thing is the guy is strapped to the table yeah. and the guy like turns around and then he turns back around and he's not there anymore. And then he gets werewolfed. Well, he's just, there's also a scene that I, I, I kind of think I didn't hear. Damn mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, that doctor, the male doctor, one of the two male doctors, like the bald nerdy one. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's calling Dr. Anna and the roommate friend who I think is Deanna mm-hmm. is like, don't answer it. Like, just like, it's not, <laughs> we got uh, vodka to drink lady. Yeah. It might be the same scene. I have no idea. No it's knows. just, 
yeah, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, this movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, this movie just goes off the rails like instantaneously with low budget and the, I cannot highlight enough the sound of this movie <laughs> is off putting. Um, but yeah, he's trying to call, and then yes, the werewolf is doing a little disappearing, you know, nightcrawler act, yeah. and like vanish, vanish, like where is it? Uh, I feel bad for this guy. I like this guy because yeah, well, like, later on, like Doctor Andrews, like that's the only person that I got along with. Like, damn oh, it. Oh yeah, work buddies. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Um, yeah, so that you know, this guy he kills the he kills this one nerdy guy, and and then they they kind of start to realize what's happening. I don't. I don't know at what point they realize that it's the werewolf, but they, they recognize that silver is needed and they start like making these homemade silver artillery shells. Also, Dr. Anna becomes a max master, like, like a lock picker. Oh yeah. She does pick a <laughs> lot of locks. She does. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like there's, <laughs> it, I was going to say it was a montage, but it's not really, but like they're making these these silver artillery shells. They have like a, a bazooka for some that they got from somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a questionable boyfriend. I don't even know that guy's name, like boyfriend character. Maybe. I don't know. That guy has like that, like that launch loaded, like stack lock. Like, I don't know. Like you press it in like an accordion and then it bounces back that kind of rocket launcher. Like you also have to pay a rocket in it. And mm -hmm. He has that. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. But they're making them. They put this. They, have the, sure. they got the silver rockets. Um, yeah, I mean, the rest of this movie this, this sucks. I, I mean, they chase the thing around. It kills a couple more people, and they hit it with a fire extinguisher at one point. I, don't, I mean, like, again, if you want to talk about structure, you got to narrate because <laughs> I don't have any notes. I can fill in things, but. Let me go but through because I'm ready to just end this. We <laughs> <laughs> go through a couple notes. Yeah. So the one doctor is like highlighting, oh no, his skin is too hard. That oh is yeah. Oh, because <laughs> he has metal skin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's the, he's the metal beast. Sort of. Uh, yeah, I so, guess. Yeah, I guess. I'm not doubting Mike. Like, sort of as a viewer or viewers, we have no idea what's going on. There's questions I have through like. Is this like a Wolverine situation? So like Wolverine X-Men, like he is able to adapt to the skin because he has like lichen blood and now he could do these things. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah, they, they gave him like three skin grafts and now yeah. he's covered in metal. Right. Yeah. The, so a corpse is now alive. No one knows what's going on. And part of it to the core, I'm like, this is super cool. If you ever explained anything um, it, they don't, again, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything that <laughs> happens is they don't explain anything. No, nothing's explained. I, I'm trying to even go through, through notes. Like, I don't know. Uh, this guy's changing. It's a lot of changing. Yeah. Bodies are changing. <laughs> <laughs> Bodies and seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. And outlooks. That's, that's a, oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do have that uh, the uh, there's wolf <laughs> werewolf art on the wall. Oh, like the the like the slash paintings. Yes, yeah. I know that four slashes. I don't, I don't know. I have Doctor Doctor Anna does a bunch of stuff and talks to no one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good scene. I love those scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mike, let's talk about the upcoming Christmas. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe we get some sponsorship. You love going to a certain market off of 16th Street Mall. What? T- talk about the market. Oh, we're just we're abandoning ship here and well, talking I'm about trying Christmas to go through some notes. Okay, yeah, no. So, yeah, I mean, we the upcoming holidays we have Thanksgiving coming up and then Christmas. Uh, the Chris Kindle Market is what he's referring to. It's like it's our it's Denver's kind of German marketplace. Uh, it, it I think it's in Civic Center Park now. It has been for the mm-hmm. past couple of years, um, but it's fun. They have like you know German beers and like uh, I mean. A lot, a lot of like shops. Some of them are kind of like tchotchkes kind of stuff, but there's some handcrafted goods. Uh, my girlfriend and I always buy like an ornament or two or like a new nutcracker uh, every year. Some kind of fun Christmas decoration. They have great pastries and food, uh, you know, some like some live German kind of music. Doesn't that start at the very end? Like I think I, I, like the week after I, Thanksgiving. I think literally Black Friday yeah, is when it starts. Nice. I mean, it goes on for a month. Um, it's, super, it's super fun. I've, I've not missed a year. Um, it's it's a must go for me anyway. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna say we should talk way more Denver things. If you're listening and you're in Denver, kind of hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey Denver. <laughs> I I have jumped into newts. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. What what do you got now that we're through with the? the so a scene a scene I like. I don't even remember how we got here. Doctor Anna is walking off, and the werewolf is in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of garbage that happens that leads to the sure. werewolf just being aggravated, which is unknown. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're a werewolf and just you're ballistic. Yeah. I, I mean, know. we were basically <laughs> just talking to each other about shit at this point in the movie and not really doing anything. But I, but I like there seems like it just it just appears like boom. Yeah. And again, there are like honest to God, five minutes of this film that this werewolf just tears through people. Yeah, the, the werewolf is on the screen for three and a half minutes. Also, the the guy that played the werewolf, not like the the actor from the beginning, but the person who was in the suit. He was uh he played he played Jason Voorhees in uh the seventh and later installments. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so like takes Manhattan and yeah. and later he was the he was, ah, he was Jason Voorhees, <laughs> but not the original six. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Well, in this elevator scene, I'm I'm down. Um, this is again like another thirty second, maybe sixty second sequence where the uh, the lead, well, one of the lead characters is all just sudden it's boom. This werewolf is in front of you, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy god. And is the elevator door shuts like as soon as it tries to like reach out. It is, it is a dynamite scene. Like again, I'm I'm nitpicking five minutes out of this film, but this is one of the few. This is what this movie should have been all the way through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, effectively, every scene where the werewolf is killing people is pretty dope. Yeah, it's it's just ruthless. It's. Yeah. I mean, there is no just. Oh, I could fire a gun. I could react. This thing is just on you. Like it is just a 250 pound force all up in your face. I don't care if you have a gun. I don't care if you have a knife. This thing is on you, biting you, scratching you. It's five minutes of this film. Mm -hmm. If that. (laughs) And whoever did all that stuff, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) those are, those are basically my notes. So one of my questions I noted this earlier was how do they actually defeat this character? So I, I basically just started looking up in the air. They 
they there's like a final showdown in like a warehouse because of course there is um or like a sub basement or a garage or something and they start just wantonly firing these <laughs> these rockets that they've crafted um and they hit like a pylon and some concrete falls on them uh and the werewolf is like trapped for a minute uh but then he gets out and then like barry boswick shows up and he tries to shoot him and he just the werewolf gets up and ragdolls Barry Boswick across <laughs> the room, uh, which was actually pretty fun. And then I don't remember who, I think it was, I think it was your vodka lady, um, or maybe the original scientist, but she actually, she loads the rocket launcher and oh wait, there's a debate too on how to like end this character. It was okay. Vodka lady versus Dr. Anne. Okay. I can't, I can't remember my notes. It yeah. was like, okay. It was like Dr. Anna wants a showdown. For some reason, like she just straight up's like, we need to meet this character. She wants vengeance. She wants like, the well, like, yeah, we're like meeting the streets. Okay. And, uh, vodka lady's like, we need to trap it and get the hell out of here and just leave. Yeah. Do you remember any of this? No, I do not. It was the only sense of reason. This is why I love vodka lady. Right. Vodka lady is like, we need like logically X, Y, and Z. And Dr. Andrew's like, no. But yeah, but they, but they don't <laughs> show down the streets. Whatever they're talking about doesn't really happen because then the showdown hap- does happen. <laughs> right, correct. And, and they, they just, <laughs> they shoot a rocket at this thing and it explodes into fucking spaghetti. <laughs> and then the movie's over. Yeah. That, I mean, that's basically it. <laughs> right. I don't know if we need to like embellish anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just making this up as I go. I, I stopped paying attention. To this oh, Mike, Mike, Mike stopped taking notes long, long ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have no idea what happened. This is, I, I the, the real, the real, the real mystery of this film is the sound editing is basically the most terrible thing I've ever heard. Um, a movie that could even be jokingly assembled and put into a podcast or whatever, maybe could have been a thing, but it is not. It is just, I mean, you, you get to hear half the dialogue. That's the thing. Um, I was trying to note, I think earlier, and maybe I said it, maybe I didn't, or maybe it was another podcast, uh, episode where I said, you know, some of the mixing of like HBO, or maybe this is just a side conversation, Mike, you and I have had Mm -hmm. HBO's mixing versus Netflix's mixing versus Hulu, et cetera, is different. HBO, I always have to up the volume of everything I'm listening to. Yeah, same. I mean, the sound is great, but it's the, the volume starts low. Yeah. So with this, it was, yeah. So that's not like a super knock at HBO. It's just, it's mixed differently. And mm-hmm. if you kind of know that, just increase it and everything works out. This was come as you are. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, <laughs> no one made an effort here. I don't know what this movie was made for. Uh, when it was like, I don't know what the intended audience was. Uh, I don't think this was a theatrical release. It, it, I mean, it really played like a made for TV movie. It might've been like a made for Cinemax thing from the nineties. Sure. <laughs> Showtime. HBO, yeah. Maybe like, I, I genuinely don't know, but I, th- this does not read like a movie that was made for the theaters and it, the audio is cut as such. Yeah, it is. It is bad. I the only regret I have in this film is Mike did not pick up on the epic soundtrack. I mean, Mike, like I'm not even joking. If you just go back and watch the like the first ten minutes when they're like going through that weird in the fucking boat swamp, and then all of a sudden they're in like a 
Guy Fox like kind of like <laughs> yeah. escape, escape room winery. Like I don't like, I don't I don't know. But the soundtrack really tried. The composer Mike noted, which I don't remember that person's name. Did that I was, note this person? I don't I thought you looked the person up. I don't think I did. Well, just solid attempt. I mean yeah. <laughs> it was I'm never I'm not I'm really not joking. It was such a good attempt. I feel it, like I missed out now. You didn't. Yeah, no. Because okay. Well, I'm never going to go back. So yeah, You ejected from this film. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. did, I did. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, but I'm surprised we managed to talk about it for as long as we have, though. So that's, you know, good for us. Um, Do you have any werewolf film that you actually like? I have a couple. Uh, let me. So the I think the only werewolf film that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, okay. So I like American werewolf in London. Mm. I think that's pretty fun. Um, I sort of unironically like most of the underworld movies, which uh, the bad guys, the quote unquote bad guys are, are werewolves in that. Um, I mean, are there four, maybe five? Have you watched all of them? There are seven. Oh, my sh- I think <laughs> maybe no, maybe there's just five. There's a lot of them though. There's more than you think. One came out in 2017, which seems more recent than I would have thought. Um, who is the lead of that? Kate Beckinsale. Is she in that? I don't know. I, I don't okay. remember. I, I know I watched it, but I don't remember. But yeah, I mean the first one with like uh, Scott Stapp, whatever. Who there was Scott someone in that movie. Um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, the Underworld ones are fun. American Werewolf in London I like. Uh, other than that, no? Yeah, uh, American Werewolf in London I love. Um, I, I like the song Werewolves of London, okay? Let's cover it. <laughs> okay. Um, Silver Bullet. What's that? A Stephen King. It's a oh, short God. story. Okay. But it's an 80s thing. The, was there a, was there a movie made yeah. out of it? Okay, I, I only knew the movie. I think it's based off I don't know twenty pages of Stephen. King That's the show. correct amount of Stephen yes. King pages because yes, he's not the author for me. I'll be honest, but that one's fun. I like his short stories better. Yeah, were, werewolf stories are uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, like I'm sure I'm missing something. I think Christina Ricci is in Cursed. Okay. I, th- I think it's that. Um, I remember overall liking some of it. Um, that's not yeah, the greatest applause to that film, but <laughs> I mean that that's a rough genre to get into. Skinwalkers, I think also Stephen King, not my favorite. Okay, so Johnny and Santo, there's, Sleepwalkers. There's a recent movie called Werewolves Within, uh, which I like. There's a lot of silence here. So it's, it stars. <laughs> um, I don't know the actor's name, but he, it's one of the guys from veep. Um, and the, like the, the big titty chick from the AT&T commercials. I don't know what her name is either, but those are the two main good. characters. Yeah. That's <laughs> some good info there. Um, th- that's a movie that I liked. Uh, <laughs> a teen wolf, I guess could be considered a werewolf movie, which I like. Michael J. Fox or the MTV reboot? I've, I've reboot. never, I've never seen that. Uh, the Michael J. Fox. I'm Canadian. One. You're Canadian. <laughs> boot. A boot. I think I think it's a reboot. Oh, I see. Oh, um. Th- so this this is a movie that you and I have both seen. 
that I, I like, and I know you like as well, uh, Wolf Cop is, yes. is another good werewolf movie, which in oh, hindsight, yeah. we should have just watched tonight and talked about. Wasn't there Wolf another Cop film? Is fucking I, thought great. I, I, thought, I thought I took another picture of another film that we should have watched as well. Oh, um, yeah. It was the, after this movie wrapped up. It's like, if you like this, you might like this. And this movie looked way better. Yeah. I, d- I just don't have it. Yeah. Okay. It was like some, <laughs> Damn something. It. Damn it. It was like it, space beast or something. Oh yeah. It was like a, a, an alien space beast encounters uh, some turbulence and crash lands on earth and space beast its way out or tries to, I don't know, but it mm-hmm. seemed way more infinitely better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, I do have, this is like a legitimate recommendation. This is a movie that came out a long, well, maybe 20 years ago. Um, it's a French movie, so you got to read it. Uh, it's called Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen this? I've seen this yeah, once. I, I like that movie quite a bit. Um, it's like a weird, there's like a lot of kung fu for France, but uh, I thought that movie was pretty fun. That movie is like a fairy tale. It, it is like a fairy tale. Correct. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that was enjoyable for me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't think of really any other ones. Um, well, th- later this month, we are looking into, you know, what would we say? Like, uh, groups got together and things went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So the the old Thanksgiving trip, what, what do you think we should be looking at? You know, I don't know. We we had talked about. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we should mention it now ahead of time. But the movie that we had talked about, I think, would be a fun one. Oh, uh, for Thanksgiving proper. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, I mean, totally. even for Thanksgiving Day or or, or Chris, otherwise. You're gonna join us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chris. If you wanna if you wanna help out with that, he that's will. great. Um, no, I, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, should, the, 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 we gotta send Chris some craft brews. Okay. Yeah. We'll send him some some ten two beer. I know that's that's something he likes. Um, but there's actually a bottle of bourbon that I need to send you, Chris. Uh, and a shot so, glass. And we yeah, well, to fill the shot glass up with. Um, but yeah, the the idea for you know with Thanksgiving, you often have to suffer through uh, your family, a group of people who you know that maybe arguments ensue. So kind of our our thought for for November movies uh, is like you know gatherings gone wrong. Um, so if you have a suggestion, obviously you drop us a line, rabbit troop suck podcast at uh, gmail.com. Um, we check that I think from time to time. We do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so th- you know, that, that's kind of the thought going into the, going into this month. Obviously we're both of us really like Christmas. I don't know if that, that is a surprise to anybody, but we're, we're not really going to do a lot of Christmas stuff. We'll have uh, one. We'll we'll one do or two. We'll do one or two. I, yeah, I think one it, or two. This especially this first year. Yeah, yeah. Two, but it's not. Two. It's not going to be like like October where there's a Halloween movie every week. Yeah, we're um, never, we're not doing Home Alone one and two. We yeah, no no, and we never will. I mean, those movies are great. We can't. I don't. I mean, I will talk about those movies. To I just get together and just talk about. Yeah, it. <laughs> but like I don't, this isn't about doing just like gush sessions about movie that we like. Um, but yeah, so they, there'll be some stuff coming up for the holidays. Uh, yeah, do, do you have any additional additional thoughts about that or about this stupid movie or about werewolves in general? Were- werewolves, I love. This movie executed everything incorrectly. Um, 
as far as Chris, as far as Christmas goes, yeah, we'll do one or two because you know this is our first year of podcasting, and we want to share the Christmas joy in the weirdest of ways. Um, but there is not infinitely as many Christmas movies as there are Halloween and you know kind of fall esque films, sci fi, horror, drama. But there's some things uh, I want to get into as far as films go. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Oh, um, just as we are closing out uh, the Halloween month, um, did you watch the second Hocus Pocus movie? I did. What did you think of that? I liked it. Yeah. So uh, the, the the guy that it, that's in it that owns the magic shop. Oh, yeah. He is the main character from Werewolves with him. Who's also in V? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. That, so if we're if if nothing else comes out of this this episode in this piece of shit movie, uh, watch where <laughs> watch Werewolves Within. I thought that was fun. If, and Paul, if you haven't seen this, I'll watch it with you. Um, I don't know if we want to do an app about it, but it's worth watching. I, w- I would totally do this. I saw this movie in the theater. Uh, shout out to the Mayan Theater. Mm. I saw it in your shitty, uncomfortable seats, but it was worth it because mm. that movie's good. You're you're never gonna have the nooch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. If you don't know what the nooch is, I don't know what to say. No. Denver, Colorado. Hey, you know, Mike gave you the Gmail, Mike gave you the Instagram, Mike gave you the Facebook. Mm, I don't think we have Twitter. I don't want No, to no, no, we're never doing Twitter. <laughs> not fuck that. If you no. Um we also have a website, uh rabbitroopsucks.com. That's where you can buy t shirts. Um, you can see photos. You can see photos. Yeah, you, you see you can see what we look like. If that if that was a concerning for anybody, you people get um, away from me. And you can also stream us from the website too. I you know if you don't have a preferred platform, or if you're very old and don't have a phone. Well, it's fantastic, Mike. I've I've learned more and more that people are like, "What is a podcast?" And how to buy a list? Do it <laughs> right. And could you give any technical advice? No. <laughs> Not not for free. That I can do it for money, but not for free. You know, if you if you need a link, just please God, just tell us. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, if you want to listen to us, just and and you don't you don't fully understand what this is. I don't know how you're doing it now, uh, but if you have like someone that's elderly in your life and you want to recommend this, just have them go to the website. They can just listen to it right from there from their uh, Altec lands and computer speakers on their Hewlett Packard or whatever you still have. I'm still going to be picking up candy for the next. You're going to find (laughs) Olive Garden mint everywhere. Thanks, Nina. Rabbit Troop sucks. (laughs) 